we've spoken about user adoption in many of our other videos. Um, and this has been mainly about school strategy and senior leadership. In this video, we're taking a slightly different approach and we're looking at how your staff can improve user adoption uh, using the MIE program. So we've got Elaine Topham uh, on the uh, video today. So hi, Elaine. Thank hi, you for joining us. Um, so you're the senior uh, learning technologist at Grimsby Institute. Um, so I don't know if you want to give us a bit of an introduction, background about what it is that you do, um, how you got into education and technology and what your current role is. OK, so um, I've always been quite interested in technology. Um, however, I didn't have the best start at school. Um, I left school at 15 with no qualifications, so it was quite difficult getting into um, work. Um, and then I was I managed to get myself onto a work placement at the Grimsby College in 2001 and that was um, supporting and installing IT. So I worked with the IT support technicians and went around and installed computers around the college. But another part of that role was actually to support um, students who were studying level one and level two basic IT qualifications. Um, and it was during that time that actually somebody mentioned to me and said, have you ever thought about teaching? Um, and obviously, given my start in life, I'd never thought about actually being a teacher myself. It was something that I thought, me? We didn't know. Um, but I did actually go on from that and become a casual lecturer in HE. Um, so I knew a bit of um, Java programming and some systems requirements things. So I kind of taught a bit in HE, a bit of database. Um, and then in 2008, I went to work in the community learning centres where we, I was again supporting level one and level two IT qualifications. Really enjoyed that because it gave me the opportunity to connect with people in the community who perhaps had never used digital before. Um, and I had students that had grandchildren in Australia and they would make Christmas cards and use mail merge um, to write envelopes at Christmas and things like that. So it was a really rewarding job. Um, and then in 2010, I came to the Grimsby Institute, as it is now, and I worked as a um, lecturer, teacher, tutor type person teaching, um, again, IT functional skills. Um, and I, was, I lasted about five years in that job and then the vacancy for senior learning, well, learning technologist at the time came up. So I felt that perhaps my skills were better suited to supporting teachers um, and I felt that I'd have more impact with students as well if I could support the teachers with technology. So um, my role now as senior learning technologist involves overseeing the work that the Innovate team does. Uh, so we have a couple of other learning technologists. We administer the VLE. Uh, we ensure all our staff have the training and support that they need. That includes our business support staff. So we deliver the Microsoft Office specialist qualifications as well. So we're quite busy, um, but our, our main goal is to make sure that our staff at Grimsby are well supported and that they can meet the demands of digital um, that we have for them. So, so you come from a bit of a technology background before you went into sort of teaching and training the trainers. Um, how do you find it sort of differs when you speak to teachers who aren't from that background? Um, how easy is it to connect with them and sort of introduce them to the technology concepts that you know, you're trying to introduce at the college? Yeah, I think a lot of them um, don't necessarily see it as part of the role to start off with. 
Um, so I work with construction, childcare tutors, things like that. And I often hear, um, you know, it's not my job to teach them digital or yeah. are you going to come into my class and, and teach them how to use, you know, Sway? Um, and I'm like, well, there's 8,000 students, so probably not. Um, and, and that's one of the things we, we have to try and get across to them is it's part of every tutor's job to support students with the digital. Um, and so really it's one of the, it's quite difficult. It depends what area they come from as well. Some, some of the areas are a little bit more digital than others, but you know, particularly with your construction areas and, and areas that perhaps don't use that much IT in industry. Um, they, they, they use it less. So it's really quite difficult actually getting across to them and getting them to engage with a new tool. So um, I can see you're wearing the MIE expert badge, um, <laughs> or oh, quite a few badges actually. Um, so um, how did you become an MIE, uh, MIE expert and actually what, what is one? <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Um, so an MIE expert really is someone that's um, nominated themselves to Microsoft to join the community of educators that work with Office 365 tools. Um, you can self-nominate at any time throughout the year, but every year the cohort of MIE experts is announced in late August. It's a global programme, so you get to meet uh, MIE experts from around the world. Um, and it is really just a case of just showcasing what you do with Office 365 tools. Um, how I got involved with it was, was quite a funny one, really. I hadn't actually heard of the MIE Expert Programme. I've always used Microsoft tools and products and I absolutely love everything Microsoft. Um, but about three years ago, my manager actually said to me, well, you like Microsoft, so I want you to become an MIE Expert. I asked him what that was and, and he didn't really know. Um, so I-, I It sounds cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was like, just go yeah. do it, be an MIE expert, go be an MIE expert and then we can, you know, I can put down that you're an MIE expert. I went off and looked into it and then found out that you actually had to apply. Um, so I came back and said, well, I'm not sure I can do it. I've got to apply and be accepted. So I put a lot of effort into my application because I was like, oh, I really want to be accepted. I want them to see all the wonderful things that I do. Um, and so I talked about the way that I support tutors and the different opportunities we try and bring in. Made a video my first year. I found that really difficult, though, keeping a video in three minutes. Um, so um, subsequent years, I've put Sway presentations in. We could put more content in then. Um, and so I applied in, it would have been, 2016 2017 I can't remember exactly um, and I was accepted so that was that was my first year as an MIE and I've gone on and reapplied every year now and I've, I've been in there three years four years so it's a bit like a portfolio of evidence that you have to give as part of your application yeah, so you get asked a set of questions, really, um, and the questions revolve around why you feel that you're a Microsoft Innovative Educator, um, what tools do you use in the classroom, how have you shared your knowledge and expertise beyond the classroom. So it's really about building a community of educators that are willing to share good practice and learn from each other. And I think, you know, that's one of the main things that I've, I've enjoyed about being in the community is, is the other MIA experts in there. So, so actually being in that community, what um, what benefits have, have you found? You, you mentioned that obviously you get to speak to other MIA experts, but, but what are some sort of the key benefits to people looking to, to join the programme? 
So, I mean, obviously it's the MIE expert, so we have a connection call where we have a Microsoft team that's set up and every month we have a connection call with the MIE experts. Um, on those calls, we'll get product demos and we'll get to see early releases of things that haven't yet come out. Um, so Mike Tholston might come onto the call yeah. and show us a, a new feature in OneNote and be like, shh, don't tell anyone. Um, and, and what's your feedback on this new thing? And Will you use it with your students? And so we actually get to kind of um, guide really the development of the products and sort of let Microsoft know what works for us, what doesn't work for us, what we want to see next. Um, so they're the connection calls, but also um, you get to attend in-person events. Um, the last three years actually I've presented at BET for Microsoft, so get invited to present stories from your own organisation. So this year I presented Microsoft Teams and how we've been using that for staff development um, on the Learn Live Theatre, which was amazing. It was such a huge theatre right at the entrance. And for someone from Grimsby to be stood on that kind of stage is actually, you know, really, really quite impressive from my point of view. Anyway, I was I was impressed to be there and to have been invited to have gone and shared our story. So um, that was really good. You get real good experience of actually working with other organizations and things like that and collaboration projects you know the team you can actually message other people you can message them for support and um, i was recently setting up a surface hub and i wasn't entirely sure what i was doing with it it's quite an expensive bit of kit um, and I, i'm quite buttons i'll just press buttons but with such an expensive thing i was like oh I maybe ask people for their for their experience and two very experienced members of the community came back with lots of tips for me so um you know the the advice that you get and the support that you receive from people that sometimes you've never even actually met face to face um yeah, yeah it's fantastic okay great and what about sort of the, the benefits to your your school or college if um if you have got people in in the school who have uh, who have become like mie experts yeah, so from, from my point of view, um, I don't really get trained within my organisation. So I am the trainer. So I go around and I train people and um, I train people and basically um, the way that I get the knowledge that I bring back to the organisation means that actually keeping up to date with skills and things like that it's really important for me so the organization benefits by me being up to date um, in terms of teachers if they engage with the microsoft um, educator community then they can bring collaborative experiences in for the students and perhaps connect up their classrooms with other classrooms across the world so yeah, because I guess um, if you're if you're going on a training course, it's probably going to be you know two years out of date. Office 365 moves so quickly, it's hard to be on sort of the cusp of that technology as it's released. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's 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 fine going off and doing a course and you know learning things like that, but it's not actually the the current. What's actually coming next? You know, where where are we going with this tool? So being able to bring that back into the organisation and to say to people in training when they say to me, you know, oh, I wish it would do this or this. I wish this would really do that, and I'm then able to say to them, well, you know, maybe it will wink wink um obviously not disclosing anything but it's, it's a nice thing to be able to 
feel informed and to come back to the organization with that knowledge so, um, so, so what's your uh, what's your highlights then from uh, being in the MIE, uh, MIE community ah well um <laughs> what's, your, what's, your, what's your favorite bits <laughs> there, there is definitely a favorite bit so um last year i actually applied for e2 so every year microsoft um invite the mie experts to apply to go to the educator exchange which is a global event where over 100 countries take part and they choose educators from the MIE expert program to go to the educator exchange and to take part in challenges so educator challenges so last year I was picked one of six in the UK um, and that was really really good I got to meet some of the MIE experts from the UK that I'd never met before um, I got to meet MIE experts that I knew from Twitter um, and we all got sent to Paris um, wow. so yeah we went to Paris all all you know all of us together it was really nice um, and then we got put split up into teams we had to do some challenges we got put on uh, coaches to go around with the flip grid team and do social challenges um, and we were worked quite hard we had to do submit challenges and meet deadlines and you know quite a lot of work um, but our team actually won so we won the overall um, prize at E2 last year which was really quite a surprise because we were all HE as well so we didn't we genuinely didn't think that we had much chance because most of the other educators were sort of school primary secondary and we we kind of did our own thing with the brief because it didn't really fit with what we do so we were kind of sort of like well we'll do it HE and we'll we'll do it for teachers and and we'll see how that goes and that's the best we can do um, and then to find out that we'd won was was really quite amazing. So, you know, and that was really life changing that experience. There's connections that I made there that I've continued, um, you know, and and it's just epic the, the the effect it has on you when you come back. Your your passion and enthusiasm for what you do, um, it's it's amazing. So for everybody else who finds that, um, you know, that, that sounds like quite an exciting experience and, you know, something other people might want to do. Is there a limit to how many MIE experts an organisation can have? Um, can they help other people in their organisation become one too? Yeah, yeah. So there's no limit to the number of MIE experts that obviously an organisation can have. Anyone's free to apply. Um, and of course, you can help other people. So I'm often helping people. People will reach out to me on Twitter um, and share their, you know, what they're planning to do. Um, I actually helped another MIE expert this year who was thinking about applying for E2. Um, and she she was in the same sort of position as me, thought she wouldn't be considered because she's not quite the standard teacher. Um, I shared my sway, my application I put in last year and I said, go for it. I said, you don't know if you don't apply. Um, and she's actually been selected. So she's going to Sydney this year. Um, so amazing opportunity. Um, I'm always helping other MIEs here at the organisation to apply to be an MIE expert because I think the more people in the community, the more wealth of knowledge is there and the more that we can all get from it. So, you know, it, it's really important that if people are interested in, in digital, if they want to get more from the community, then, you know, to join up. And it's not something that if you use Google or any other tools that you can't become an MIE expert, you know, it's just showing that you use office tools as well um, and things like that okay great great so um how do people apply then what what sort of the first steps where, where do they go 
So the, the link at the moment isn't actually on the Microsoft Educator Centre because they're currently going through a whole set of um, changes on it. Um, I'm just trying to find the link for you, but I probably can't find it on here. Um, but basically there's, there's information that should be on the Educator Centre and it will be getting put up on there soon about how to apply for the um, programme. And you basically sign up and there's a link that will take you off to a website. Um, and then you just have to submit your Sway link so it's an online form. If I can find the link for you, Tony, I'll send it on to you. <laughs> yeah, well, um, once we get the link anyway, we'll we'll put it in the in the notes uh, so people can have a look and uh, see if they want to apply themselves. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm, I'm getting there. It's just because it's not on the site at the moment. Microsoft have said that it should all be sorted by the end of Feb anyway for the... Um, for the information to be up on the Educator Centre, but it's had a bit of an overhaul, so they've made um, better learning paths and the courses are a little bit more streamlined, so they work better on mobiles and things like that. So it's an upgrade for the better. It's just at the minute because it's in. Uh, it's, it's worth waiting for, but we'll have to. Uh, absolutely. We'll have to wait for it. Okay, great. So when we have that link, I'll I'll make sure it goes in the notes and, and people can see where they can click on it to apply. Brilliant. But, um, yeah, thanks for your time, Elaine. It's been a really interesting. Great to hear the really exciting stuff that you do as part of the um, MIE program. And um, yeah, thanks for thanks for joining us today. No problem. Thank you. Okay.